the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're back. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, we have uh, Melissa on uh, the in the program from Trend Staging, and uh, we're talking about staging your home and getting it ready. What are? Why would someone stage their house? What's the reason? What, what's the purpose? What's the point? Well, you know, living in a house and selling in a house are two different things. So mm-hmm. we're going into marketing mode when we're selling, and we're trying to appeal to the um, as many people as we can. And it's probably a lot of neutralizing. I mean, everyone has their specific styles in their own house, and we're trying to appeal to more people so you get more buyers in the door. What what trends have you seen, like, over the last, say, say since COVID started? Have you seen some definite trends or changes in, in what people, uh, what they're, what they what appeals to people? And what is, a, you know, we were for years, for the last decade, it seems like it was some form of gray, you know, in the house, some form, some shade of gray wall with white trim. And has that, is that pretty much the same or... Yeah, it's pretty much the same. You know, it I went. Hasn't in, really changed. We have a, 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 a condo that we just put on the market this week, and uh, it in Shoreview, and and it is all grays. And they just redid it. They just went through and redid it. They're all proud of it, you know. And it, and it looks nice, but it's all grays. Some you know grays with uh, white trim. It's easy on the eyes. It looks good too. Yep. It does. You easy know, on it the looks eyes. Good. It's fresh and crisp. Yeah, and, and, and so go, many so things go with, with it. it? Yeah, I mean, okay. you go you go through it and you go, oh, yeah, I'm so sick of gray. But then you get inside of it, it's like, you know, this looks pretty good. It looks sharp. So you, what do you do for color then? Oh, gosh. Um, well, you know, you neutral in the front, main furniture, couches, chairs, all that kind of stuff. Where you add your pop of color is with pillows and artwork, sometimes area rugs. But, you know, there's not really, I mean, blue has kind of been a big, a big accent color. Now going into fall, it's a little more like the salmon colors. Mm. Salmon. Salmon. Yellow? No, it's more of kind of an orange. But yellow pops nice, doesn't it? Well, yellow is great for the kitchen. Yeah. You always need some lemons in the kitchen. Yeah, little lemons. (laughs) How about about metals? Like, can you be, can you get fun with like light fixtures, lamps, things like that? Oh, 100%. So, um, gold has made a comeback. But it's not the old brassy gold that we saw in the '90s. I knew it was coming back. Yeah, yeah. not yours. Did you hear what she just said? Not oh. your brass, though. Well, not what your... kind of br- what kind of gold? What's are you gold about? then? Like well, a like a like a... brushed nickel, but gold. Yeah, like it's brushed gold. It's called real... brushed gold. Yeah, there or there's go. a champagne gold. Champagne yeah. gold. Mm, kind of has a little pink tinge to it. It's oh. quite beautiful. Really? Hmm. Yeah, but Rose mixing gold. Me- Rose gold. Mixing metals is good. Yeah, yeah, especially in light fixtures. Cool. What would you do if you had a house that was full of brass? I would take it all out. <laughs> really? Oh, thank Just you. for staging. For selling, yeah. For selling, Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's the old debrassing, <laughs> which we stopped doing for like two years because they're going to buy it anyway. Yeah. You know? You didn't have to go as far. You wouldn't have gotten as much. You know, when we were getting 25, 30 offers on properties, you would really see a difference in the homes that we still staged and prepared for sale versus the ones we didn't. 
You could fudge a little bit on some of them, but we really got still, even in the crazy market, uh, the highest price for that particular home we possibly could. If we still did the same type of preparation, and that's what we preached during mm-hmm. that time frame, was still, you know, I know everybody's really excited about the market and do do everything you can to get the house on the market during this time, but you need to kind of take a step back, slow down, still handle the process the same, and, uh, you know, get the most money for those sellers. Absolutely. Uh, I was reading an article. I don't know if it was more of a, more of a response to an article. And people were pointing fingers at real estate agents again, um, saying, you know, the the housing market is going to do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and it's the real estate agent's fault for having a buyer buy this product or buy this house. Hmm. And then it's like, well, there's a real estate agent on the other side of that, too, that it's their job to get the most money for their sellers they possibly can. And they're doing all these things to prepare the house for sale. They're putting it on during this time when there's very little inventory. There's a supply and demand, you know, scenario that's happening. This is so. So to look into the future and say, "Oh, it's going to be their fault, or their fault, or their fault," if and when, or maybe if and never, X Y Z happens. It's like an interesting little just argument that people are having and starting to point fingers now again at people. How do you address if if uh, you have a seller who ignores me? Yeah, I know. I was going to say. I think it's the opposite. You're helping your client. Yeah, you're you're doing what your job is, and that's to help your client. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm not going to blame you. I'm going to kind of double <laughs> off of that, though. When, so when you have a seller now who is resistant to that, I mean, they've got a house full of furniture. They're still living there. And, and you go in there and you want to stage the house. And the stuff that they have are things that they've accumulated over 20 years. So you know it's mismatched. And uh, they got their favorite lamp and their favorite, you know, whatever. I mean, how, how does that work? I mean, because they're living there. Right. It depends on the situation. One thing that I've done a lot is um, taking a look at who's going to buy this house. You know, is this this is a, if this is a single family home? It's a four bedroom house. It's in a cul de sac. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. We know someone probably in their thirties with kids, maybe forties. It's going to be buying this house. Right. So if you're seventy and you've lived in the house for fifty years, what I say? Well, think about a thirty year old. What does a thirty year old mom want in her mm-hmm. house? And then they'll either be like their grandchild or their someone in their life who's they'll that age, with, yeah. and they'll relate with it. And they'll be like, oh yeah. I've asked my kids and they don't want my antiques. Well, that's why you have to take your antiques out. Right. Because people that age are not interested mm. in antiques. So it's, it's you know, thinking about who's going to come and look at the house and appealing to them. Yeah, and being, being able to, to kind of detach from your possessions, right. how you've lived in the home, and then, you know, understanding who's going to be, be coming in. Do you, always, do you always stage the home when people still live in it or do you just kind of stage it when they've already moved on? No, both, yeah. Both. Well, both. I mean, yeah. Okay. yeah. An empty house is horrible. Okay. Um, you know, I, I would never, you want to have furniture in the house because people come in, that's what builders stage models. Right. You can, People cannot visualize the spaces look different. Hmm. The they, size. The maybe. size doesn't make sense to them. Some, they just can't the get The flow of a room. Right. Right, and they walk through really fast, too. Right. Like if there's nothing to look at, you just buzz through the house and they leave, and then it's they a, looked at five houses that day. They're not going to... Well, there was that one that was empty, but we don't really yeah. remember much the about that. The square box, That's you know, right. with... Yeah. Mm, interesting. Well, and then every, you know, nick on a wall they see and, you know, Absolutely. all that. There's nothing to distract. Uh, do you have any statistics or any information from, like, your associations or stuff that what kind of a return people can expect on a staging... Because that's the pushback you get a lot of times is that, well, you know, I'm going to spend all this money on staging and, I'm, you know, I'm not going to get my money back. Well, it's going to sell faster. You're going to get more buyers in the door. 
the pictures are going to look better. I mean, it's all the first impressions. Mm-hmm. So when someone's online, you know, looking for houses and swiping, you know, they're they're going to swipe by the empty ones. The they're empty room's s- gone. They're going to swipe by the ones with the red wall in the dining room, you know. So, so it's getting them that first impression online and then with that getting them in the door. That's, you know, that's what staging does for you. So sell faster for more money. That's that's the goal. When you have a, a, a house that you're going into, kind of walk through the process of your your mindset when you're walking through. What are the things that you're looking for, and that and within mind that first impression. What do you have? Some things that you kind of make sure every house has got this because it's going to do white something. towels. Yes, white towels. Every I house always, has white that. towels, and they're, they're called white <laughs> showing that, towels. Yep, that's Melissa's <laughs> signature move. White towels, and they're showing towels, and you tell your family they're showing towels. They're only for show. They're not for use. Yeah. <laughs> Come in. There's like dirty hands. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. that makes me crazy. Um, <laughs> so uh, the the you know curb appeal, the first impression when they walk up to the house. So you know, I really analyze what it looks like at the front door. But then when you walk in the door, I always say you've got ten seconds, and you're kind of surveying the Scanning. look of everything. And so that first you know five ten seconds of what they see is: do they want to walk through the house or do they want to walk back out the door? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if there's funky smells, you know what I mean? If there's stains on the carpet that you see, if there's crazy paint, if there's, I don't know, some type of crazy artwork or anything like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Anything that's going to stop someone and not want them to go in, that that's what I'm getting rid of. Do you have to stage every room in the house or do you just do main areas or what, what do your, what's your preference as a realtor? That's a great as a, question. Yeah, it depends on, the, it, again, it depends on the house. Um, so if it's a vacant house, what mm-hmm. I do is I go through and I look at what all these rooms look like. Is is there any room in question? Like, mm-hmm. is there a bedroom that's really small? Because mm-hmm. then we definitely want to do that. So we okay. want to put a twin bed in there. It, get, it looks bigger. It's crazy. Once you put the furniture in there, the bedroom looks bigger. Um, but we don't have to do all the bedrooms. If they look normal size, then I'd probably just say, just do the master. Mm-hmm. You know, save money. Just do the master bedroom. And then a lot of times rooms that are, or areas that are in question are like a lower level or a basement. Okay. But a lot of people do funky things in their basement is mm-hmm. what I'm going to tell you. They put their own walls up. You have to walk around crazy areas. And you walk down there and you're like, well, what would we even do down there? Right. So then that's, mm. that's a you know, it's, it's important to stage it. It's a big narrow L shape. What are you doing? Yeah. Right. It's like every And what were you basement. thinking when you put that wall up Exactly. There? So how, how that was going to We need be. to show the function of the room okay. is what I say. Cool. Yeah. And dining space or one eating space if you have a informal formal like you had a dining space if you can or if you have it you should stage it. Yeah. yeah Cuz otherwise it's going to feel awkward. What <clears throat> what we what I've done more lately is recommended for some people to get rid of that dining room cuz people want more home office yeah. space. Mm-hmm. So all it really is is changing out the light fixture, but yeah. you're got to come to my house because if we don't need that and I've been working on my family, my wife wants to put a piano in there. I can't stand that idea cuz I want it to be a retreat. Yeah. Away from everybody else, we have a formal dining room, and it, it needs to be my den. So we got to have you into the house for sure. Okay, I'll be over on Monday. Very good. We're going to head out <laughs> to break here. This is Real Estate Chalk Talk. Log on to hitnergroup.com to check us and any of our vendors. Uh, Melissa, what's your website? Um, trendstaging.com. Easy enough, trendstaging.com. Check her website out, and we're going to head out to break. Call us, 612-627-8000. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.